Hi everyone, and thanks for joining me today at itchyourseason.live, where we're just going to work on eating more veg. So this is a spin-off of the original itchyourseason.life, and we're going to just talk about how to eat more veg, more grains, more or anything that looks like a plant. So you don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be vegetarian for this podcast. We just want you to enjoy eating more veg. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of It's Your Season.Life, where we are celebrating life at any age, and we are also trying to eat more veg. All of these techniques probably cannot be used on any one veg. I would say probably 10 of the 16 can be used on one veg. So let's get started. Let's just start with eating raw a vegetable raw, and that's totally fine. Most vegetables can be eaten raw. Um, There's certainly plant-first, plant-based, plant-slant individuals where raw is their thing, and that's totally fine. There is a plant-based lifestyle for everyone, so you will choose which one you want, but certainly integrating raw vegetables is just fine. Along with the idea of raw is grating vegetables. So when you look at a vegetable, see if you can not only eat it raw, but maybe consider if you can grate it. So most vegetables can be grated except for maybe in the leafy green category or maybe corn. But otherwise, using the grating technique to create a dish is certainly there. So don't always think about a carrot as maybe having to eat it whole. You can grate a carrot, obviously, for salad. And we're going to talk about another way you can use a carrot using the grating technique at the end of this session. So let's go to the stovetop and get your pan of water. And we're either going to boil or steam So we think about boiling, we think about boiling until done, which is traditionally, you can insert a fork or a paring knife and it inserts easily. And you know, it's very well done if you can pick it up and it just falls off. So that's almost too done, but you want somewhere between piercing and being able to fall off the fork. You can also use boiling technique to par cook, which is very helpful when you have a lot of vegetables and maybe you're worried that uh, the vegetables might go bad in your refrigerator. So you can take something like broccoli or cauliflower and you can boil them for one or two minutes and then flash cool them with some cold water or a ice bath or an ice bath and stop the cooking process, drain them well. I let them dry for a while and then put them back in containers in the refrigerator and I can use them later and I don't worry so much about spoilage. So don't think about boiling as just boiling until it's done or well done. But think about it as a way to prepare for using that vegetable maybe later in the week. In addition to stovetop, obviously, is steaming. So you can either steam in a steamer basket on top of the stove in some water. Again, you can use that as a par-cook technique, or you can steam until it's done. And, you know, just pay attention to how you like your vegetables. Some people like them more done. Some people like them al dente. There's really no right or wrong. We've got 20,000 taste buds and different mouths, so you might choose something that I don't. Another way to steam that I use a lot is to use my microwave, especially for vegetables that don't take that long. Um, and so I might wrap them in some wet 
towel, paper towels and put them in the microwave for a minute or two. This is great for asparagus. So use your microwave for boiling as well. Uh, many times when I'm prepping for a, for a dish and I have too many pans going, you know, I'll take some carrots or potatoes that are cubed and put them in the microwave and boil them for two or three minutes in the microwave. And they actually, it does just fine. So be sure and use your microwave too. So staying on the stovetop for one more is to eat, to pan saute. And I think that's a great technique for most vegetables. You can pan saute spinach and greens. Um, you don't cook, do it as quite as long, but look at a vegetable on how you can experience it in a different way and pan sauteing with a dry skillet for the no, no oil people or butter or olive oil for those of us who still use some oil is totally fine. So inside the oven, we've got roasting and baking. So these are items number six and seven in our list of 16. And just a little differentiation on baking and roasting is temperature and time and whether you want to caramelize something, uh, which is normally what we see with roasting, a little bit higher temperature, and that we want that nice caramels, we, not, we want that Maillard reaction going on. Or do we just want to bake it until soft, maybe baking it has some cheese or something on it. Um, so think about baking and roasting as your next uh, ways to use a veg. And then along with that kind of idea of roasting and baking, we're going to move outside and we're going to smoke and grill. So these are seven and eight. If I'm looking at my list correctly, they might even be eight and nine. I really love to enjoy smoking outside. I've smoked cauliflower, chickpeas, mushrooms, tomatoes. My favorite overall is tofu and hatch chilies. So remember you can smoke and, and the nice thing about that is it can just sit outside for 10 or 15 minutes while you go do something else. And the temperature varies, but normally I smoke about 200 degrees. And, and again, it varies. I've smoked corn. Oh my God, that's wonderful. So just think about using your smoker as a way to do some passive cooking too at a, low at a reasonably low temperature. Grilling is not quite so passive. You kind of have to be there. Um, to watch your vegetables grill. You might want to use a grill pan. You might want to use um, kebab sticks. That's fine. Um, you might just want to put it directly on the grill. That's totally cool. But another technique, and probably before you grill, you might want to marinate. So that's another technique. You can either marinate before you grill. You can marinate just as um, a dish after maybe you have uh boiled some carrots. One of my favorite recipes is Portuguese carrots, which is basically gently boiled just to barely al dente, and then marinate them with a nice uh, sauce of garlic and olive oil, a little bit of sherry vinegar, and some uh, cumin, and anything else you want to add. So going to the countertop after maybe you have warmed and steamed or boiled these vegetables, you can mash and you can puree. So mashing is kind of the more rustic form of puree. Maybe you don't want it mashed to a creamy consistency. Um, sometimes I just put them on a plate and mash them for just 
for ease, mashing beans, mashing in a um, mortar and pestle. You can mash herbs and greens and, and make a nice little sauce. Uh, but you can go whole hog and go in puree as well. And for a really more refined technique, run it through a food meal so that it comes out really soft and creamy. So mashing and pureeing, either in a food processor or on a fork on a plate, that's totally fine. Fine, however you want to do it, just to get a better experience of what a vegetable can do. You can always spiralize a vegetable. Maybe not all of them are um, great for spiralizing, but and I did for a while, but I don't do it so much anymore. But if that's your thing, that's fine. Um, you can marry vegetables. I enjoy marrying vegetables all the time, especially if I only have one of something, one of two things, and it's not enough for. Uh, it doesn't look like too much on the plate. So if I just have like a, a potato and some beans, I will mash those together and marry them. Or I might pull them together in a saute. And think about, and the nice thing about marrying is you really makes you attuned to whether vegetables work well together. So, you know, do think about that when you marry your vegetables. We talked about marinating. And then the last one is decorating with vegetables. And I've really enjoyed doing this because we eat with our eyes. And the idea of eating plant-based is also eating the rainbow. So what I like to do to decorate, I sometimes chiffonade baby spinach, just like I might chiffonade basil. Um, I like to add grated carrots with a small grate, like with a microplane, on soups and things just to add some color and a touch of sweetness. You can decorate with slices of radishes. You can uh, make small batons um, to uh, decorate with. So there's just lots of ways to take, especially root vegetables, colorful vegetables, and leafy greens are fun to decorate with. I like to decorate with microgreens a lot. If you, you have one of my cookbooks or you follow me online, on my cooking, you will see that um, I do have, I, I do use microgreens quite a bit. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, short session today on 16 ways to use a veg. Uh, shoot me a message if you have an idea on how you like to use a veg as well. But hopefully this is a good starter for you to look at a veg in 16 different ways. Have a super day and let's just eat more veg. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I hope you have a new tip for eating more veg. Give me a shout out with comments or suggestions for future podcasts. And be sure and check out my website, follow my my cooking demos on YouTube under either Lisa Boson, B-O-E-S-E-N, or itchyourseason.life. And if you need a recipe, visit me on Amazon and other online book retailers. And remember, it's always your season to eat more veg. So let's get cooking.